It is the ACC tailgate here on a Wednesday night. Lawton Swan hanging out with you. I apologize for uh, the little delay in getting the show up and rocking and rolling, but we're here for you again, typically 7 o'clock. But today, uh, a little shift in the schedule, if you will, as they say, across the pond. Uh, again, thank you for being a part of the things. Twitch.tv slash Chris Landry Football, LandryFootball.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Clemson Sports. Of course, uh, I host a two-hour daily program that covers the Clemson Tigers uh, as we get set for the 2020 college football season, which technically begins with some FCS football this weekend, but then uh, the FBS getting underway next Thursday. So uh, almost, almost, almost here uh, for the college football season, but we do have some topics to get to on the program today that absolutely involved the Atlantic Coast Conferences. NC State had a major COVID-19 outbreak on their campus. That means that their matchup against Virginia Tech, which was set to be the season opener, has already been postponed. So if you got concerns about that, if you've thought about that at all, let us know what you're thinking. Again, thank you for subscribing to our podcast and the incredible group of shows in the entire Landry Football Podcast Network. Uh, one of the things that, you know, it, it again, it amazes me. And I don't think it necessarily has to be something where we go, oh, man. Oh, buddy. We're not going to be able to play the college football season because I talked with Roddy Jones from the ACC Network earlier today about it. And he, he put my mind at ease a little bit because I really felt like, you know, just off of the just out of the gates, just kind of right when you leave the starting blocks, you go, how can we make it through a, quote, season? And I, I truly believe we're going to have to use that word season this year a little bit loosely. Like, I don't think that it's fair for you to expect. I don't think it's fair for me to expect that at the end of the 11-game Atlantic Coast Conference schedule, every team in this league will have played 11 games. I mean, and, and I guess we kind of knew that. And we should have known that. We should have been wise to it. But at this point, I mean, looking at what we're dealing with, it is incredibly difficult for me to believe that we'll look at a, a, a slate of games at the end and say, yep, everybody played 11 in the league. Now, this is why this is important. Because, again, if you go back to the NCAA, excuse me, the Atlantic Coast Conference's decision to involve Notre Dame their decision to go to a single division format. Do you remember the tiebreaker issue that they put in there? Do you remember what we talked with you about here on the ACC tailgate previously? The little addendum, the little add-on, the little note that the representative in the Atlantic Coast Conference championship game would be decided by, it would be decided by winning percentage in the league. And I think given the fact that NC State and Virginia Tech have already moved their game back, I think it is fair to say and fair to feel at this point that the reality of a couple of teams maybe finishing undefeated in the league play is possible. I mean, I, I think it, it, it might not be probable, but I think it is possible. And again, I don't know that we have the answer at this point, but when two teams are scheduled to play 17 days from now and they're already moving it back, my belief that you hit 11 games across the board in this league is nearly slim to none. And again, I don't know if that you know makes you feel like the season's not going to happen. I don't feel that yet. 
but I do feel like a, you know, it, it, like I don't know the definition of a season. I mean, I could, I could have my Amazon Echo play along and, and, and find out. We'll see. Uh, Alexa, define the word season. As a noun, season is usually defined as one of the four periods of the year, spring, summer, autumn, and winter, beginning astronomically at an equinox or solstice, but geographically at different dates in different climates. As a verb, season is usually defined as to heighten or improve the flavor of food by adding condiments, spices, herbs, or the like. For more, ask me to give you more definitions for season. Nerd alert. What kind of breakdown is that of season? The equinox? I'm talking about a football season. <laughs> I don't know what you define the season as, but if it has anything to do uh, with an equal amount of games being played, yeah, I don't know that we're going to have a season, if that's how you define a season. <laughs> so again, hang out with us here on the ACC tailgate. Sunday nights, Wednesday nights, 7 o'clock. Uh, we'll try to kick it off. Actually, it was a little over today because Dabo Sweeney and the Clemson Tigers uh, had their final scrimmage. Again, that's the team that I cover on a regular basis, and we were talking with Coach Sweeney about everything from that standpoint just before we got on the airwaves here. And, you know, they'll begin their preparation for Wake Forest uh, coming up on Monday. They'll they'll get that started. So a little bit of a jolt, a little bit of a not-so-positive feeling. You know, I didn't get all rosy and, and excited when I did see – of the news that uh, that NC State and, and Virginia Tech are going to have to reschedule because it, it almost feels like it's inevitable that this is going to be a continuing theme. And I think it becomes not a matter of if, uh, but when your team that you follow, whether it's in the Atlantic Coast Conference or not, uh, it is, you know, it is, is pushed off, pushed off to the side for a week or two. And, 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 and you build the old end. That's the other concern I have. have. You build the old end. All the all these breaks, breaks, breaks and all these opportunities, opportunities you know, a couple of weeks of your quarantine, 14 more days, days, you mean, how do you get that in? That's how you make it happen. And again, I think that coach is smart, smart about what they're doing to win. And this is something that I've heard of several different Coaches around the Atlantic Coast Conference, conference you know, they're, they're being wise, wise with how they are they keeping, are keeping the, the players, players uh, not separated, per se. That's not the right word, but, you know, the contact tracing. They want to make sure that if you go into a ball game, your entire quarterback room's not out. Your entire uh, defensive line isn't out. And I know Matt Brown said earlier this week that he was excited about, you know, feeling more and more confident that we were going to be playing a college football season. Um, again, I'm going to use that word season loosely this year. I think you're going to play some games. There are going to be some schedules. There might be some teams that play six. There might be some teams that play 11. I mean, I, I, I just don't know. I, I would say at this point, my confidence in the season, quote, is about as confident as I am with what the, the, the coaches poll will look very similar. The AP poll will look very similar when it comes out minus two leagues. I mean, that's, that, you know, I, that's going to be a big change. And I think the word season is going to have a big change. Uh, in 2020, you know, the other thing, too, that I've kind of been following uh, over the past couple of days, and, and while this doesn't necessarily impact the Atlantic Coast Conference, at this point, I think it will eventually for some teams. And I don't know which teams, but did you see the news that came out late yesterday evening when 
UCLA starting tackle Jake Burton, now former UCLA starting tackle Jake Burton, decided that he was going to transfer out of the Pac-12, a league not playing, into the Big 12, a league that is playing. He'll actually play at Baylor this season. And and this is the first documented case of a player that I'm aware of moving and shifting leagues because of uh, the COVID-19 era in our sport. And it's interesting to note because Jake Burton is a graduate student. Uh, He has the leeway and the ability that all graduate students do to move without having to sit. Uh, He'll be able to get right after it at at Baylor and, you know, not much time to prepare uh, for the opening matchup uh, for Baylor, even work his way uh, into the, the system or the, the, you know, figuring out their system, I guess I, I should say, uh, on the field. But, you know, they kick off the season on, I think, September the 12th. So, you know, they're about 17 days away as well uh, from the kickoff of their college football season. And Burton will get a chance to fight and vie for some time. But by the end of the year, you know, who knows? And I, I guess technically now with the new redshirt rule, if he wanted to play another year, he could do that uh, and play a couple of seasons at Baylor. But I do, I, I do kind of pose the question in my own brain at this point. Like, if you're a kid in the Pac-12 and the Big Ten, while what the NCAA did by allowing you an extra year of eligibility, which is awesome, it's awesome for everybody. I mean, for any player that wants to come back and play, it's a, it's a it is a great rule, spectacular. But if you if you are, and again, if you want to comment, you can leave a comment. We'll put it up on the air. We'll talk about what you have to say uh, on that front, but. If you are a kid now in college football in the Big Ten and the Pac-12, you you feel like I would. I would feel like this rule was put in to protect me to a degree. Like, oh, you know what, Swanee? It's okay. You're at Ohio State. You're the star running back because, of course, I would be a star running back. I mean, obviously, you, you see this. I mean, I'm a picture of athleticism. If you're watching the show right now, twitch.tv slash chrislandryfootball. Here's the deal. If I'm at Ohio State and I'm the running back and I, I see this, I go, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'll get to play an extra year unless I don't play this year. Like the, 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 the red shirt rule this season is great except for players that are injured and already have to red shirt anyway. Doesn't really help them that I can think of. Now, if you, if the NCAA allows the argument to be made that Oh well, it, it's not going to be held against them that you know they don't have to use like a medical red shirt or a regular red shirt, and they could still use that later. Like I know covering covering Clemson, Marshawn Lloyd, who was a five star running back commit to the South Carolina Gamecocks, blew his knee out, and I thought, man, that that's terrible because this is a kid that's going to lose a whole year, and the NCAA is going to give it back, but he still lost it. But I guess technically, what you could make the argument is, well. He uses this freebie that the NCAA has given you. And then if he wants to redshirt for real next year, he could. Or if he needs a redshirt somewhere later in his career, or a medical redshirt or whatever, I mean, he's, he's got more options. So maybe it's, it's too soon to really say that those guys don't benefit from this. But I can tell you, if I'm sitting at Ohio State and my season gets is a wash and, and I just get to come back for one more, well, I'm, I've wasted it. Am I not better off going somewhere else, playing in another league? Am I not better off playing in the Big 12, the SEC, or the ACC? 
Heck, I might could make the argument that a, 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 a kid that feels like he needs to showcase himself for one season in order to boost his draft status in the NFL is better playing in the American Athletic Conference and being a star at UCF, being a, you know, a star at Cincinnati or, or you know, any program in the country. You're better off playing. And that is a weird thing too, right? Ohio State's not playing. Cincinnati is. Penn State's not playing. Pittsburgh is. And that's that's really weird. It really gets strange when the high schools in the states are playing. <laughs> Sorry, Ohio. Sorry, Ohio State, Buckeye Nation. You're the you're the one not playing. Browns, Bengals, high schools, Cincinnati. The I don't know if the Ohio Bobcats are, I assume they are. <laughs> but not you. Not Ohio, not the Ohio State University. <laughs> Sorry. Again, I, I just think if I'm a college player, if I'm an athlete, if I am a kid who has invested a lot of time in, in my you know in my skill set and I think I can go from a fourth or fifth round grade by having a phenomenal year, why am I gonna sit in, in Columbus, Ohio or Ann Arbor, Michigan playing the Xbox, working out hoping? Why don't I go to the Atlantic Coast Conference and play for Wake Forest? Why don't I go to the 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 SEC and, and play at Vanderbilt? I mean, if somebody's got a roster spot, I'll come fill it. You know, I, I don't know what the scholarships look like around the country. A lot of times they get filled. If you're a head coach, you fill that thing in a hurry. A lot of times with a kid that's busted his, you know, busted his rear end and has kind of earned the respect, you know, Rudy style, Rudy Rudiger style. It's kind of earned the respect of the team. You give that guy a scholarship for a year and you make a YouTube video or a Twitch video and you, you or a, it's, I don't guess you make Twitch videos, a TikTok video, and you put it out there and you get the pub on social media about, oh, look at this moment. Former Zero Star picks up a, you know, <laughs> this kid gets his, look at him. Getting his Letterman's jacket and, and and oh man, you know this other the starting quarterbacks put him on his shoulders. They're they're dousing him with Gatorade. Like when you think about how many coaches give those away to no star guys, and you got maybe four or five star guys at some of these schools in the Big Ten and the Pac twelve that just want to play, a la the the bad news bears. Let them play. Here we are. So we're sitting back trying to figure out all the answers. And quite frankly, there may not be spots available, which is disappointing. But I I do think it is safe to call Jake Burton's move from UCLA to, to Baylor just the beginning. And players will find their way to these other programs in order to get playing time because you you want the eyeballs of the NFL on top of you. I think that your time is done, and I think that the spotlight should go on top of me. Yeah. Like the macho man. You want the eyeballs on you. Yeah. <laughs> it... 
yeah, that's great. You're a fantastic defensive back at Ohio State. Beautiful. We know about the legacy. We know about you know we 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 know about the history of DB in Ohio State. But you know what? We want a little bit more tape on you this season before we draft you in the NFL draft. Um. Okay. Well, my options are pretty slim at Ohio State. So I think I may have to consider hitting the transfer the transfer portal. Like beam me up Scotty style. I had a I had a caller several months ago call it the porthole. <laughs> like the thing on the side of a boat. I'm tired of talking about the porthole, Swanee. That's a portal. A portal, like a like beam me up. Again, twitch.tv slash Chris Landry Football. And let me tell you, you're gonna love this. Head over to LandryFootball.com if you've if you're listening to the podcast. Head over to LandryFootball.com. There's a button right on the front page. Take you to our Twitch channel. Go to Twitch right now. Join the chat room. Communicate with us. You can say what you want. Give us your thoughts and insight. It is a laundry list of incredible shows covering not only the NCAA, every Power 5 league, also the NFL, fantasy football. If you're a fantasy freak, you can go figure it out with those guys. I bailed out on fantasy sports so many years ago. Listen, I can't keep up with reality sports, much much less trying to figure out fantasy sports. How dare you fill my head with such loathsome propaganda? High school, college, recruiting, the inside scoop uh, on everything from schemes to pregame and postgame film study, breakdown, analysis, LandryFootball.com, the Landry Football Network, your source again for all things football. And again, the ACC tailgate here for you on Sunday nights and Wednesday nights at 7 O'clock. So, you know, that's a, a couple of topics that we're looking at uh, on the college football front at this point. Again, NC State and Virginia Tech, it doesn't make me feel great about the word season. I think you might get some games. I think you'll get through it. I think you might even get to the college football playoff, to be honest with you. But I don't think the teams arriving at the destination of the college football playoff are going to like waltz in there with fairly equal resumes in terms of the numbers of games that they've played. I mean, I, I, I legitimately believe you could have like a nine-win team, an undefeated nine-win team in the college football playoff, and an undefeated 11-win team in the college football playoff, and that's just what you got. It's, it's, remember when you were a kid? <laughs> And, or you're in elementary school and teachers like passing out lollipops or you know, popsicles or whatever. And you get that yellow, that nasty yellow popsicle. Forget you, pal. Thanks for nothing. Yeah, I don't want that yellow popsicle either. But sometimes you got it and you, you're like, I, I wanted the red. And like Johnny beside you's got the red popsicle and you know how delicious that is. And Laura's got the purple popsicle beside you. You just... Ooh, you're frustrated. You're frustrated. And you got the yellow popsicle because your last name was Swine. You just happened to be squeezed in between these two people. Now you got the yellow banana popsicle. Now listen, if you're a yellow banana popsicle fan out there and you're getting angry at me about this, you're just going to have to go to twitch.tv slash Chris Landry football and complain to somebody else because I'm not hearing it. Bananas, Banana popsicles are terrible. Now, pudding pops... Banana flavored or vanilla flavored, top of the mark. You give me a Jello pudding pop from back in the day, Dabo Sweeney would say all in. <laughs> but uh, okay, so kind of like that scenario though. 
if we have nine win teams in, eleven win teams in, you know, whatever. If the ACC championship is an eleven win or a yeah, an eleven win Clemson team versus an uh, uh, an eight win North Carolina team because North Carolina had some games get canceled and they're undefeated and it's based off the winning percentage. You get what you get and you don't pitch a fit. Suck it up, Buttercup. Enjoy the yellow popsicle. That's all I can tell you. And again, as the title of this program says, shift happens. Shift happens all the time, especially during COVID-19. You're going to see roster shifting. You're going to see schedule shifting. You, I, I, you may see dates shifting. I know they've tried to build that into the whole, the whole thing. But truth be told, for me and from my standpoint, following college football, uh, to buy into the term season this year, not happening. Too much shifting going on in the world of sports uh, for me to believe that we're going to go unscathed through this deal and it's all going to be equal. Uh, Again, the ACC tailgate, Sunday nights, 7 o'clock, Wednesday nights, 7 o'clock, we will be here for you. I know today's episode was a little bit abbreviated. Had a lot going on. We got more great shows coming up for you here on uh, twitch.tv slash Chris Landry Football. It's the Landry Football Network over on Twitch and a lot of great shows throughout the day uh, that I think you're absolutely going to love if you come over and hang out on our channel. Uh, tw- I-, I don't want to say 24 hours a day, seven days a week, but technically there are archived editions of these shows that you can watch. Obviously, podcasts are out there, and uh, if you are a podcast fan, uh, this is the place to be when it comes down to covering college football, pro football, fantasy football. We've got it all for you uh, here on the show. And finally, I'll get you out of here with a note outside of the ACC. Really shouldn't be any surprise, but you know there is still such a push, and I, I and I, I know that Kevin Warren at the Big Ten has said we're not going to be playing this year. They're still receiving so much pushback against the move. And look, if you're a fan of college football, you got to be a fan of the players. We've seen guys across the country from Justin Fields and his his petition uh, to get back out there on the gridiron, from Trevor Lawrence and Darian Rencher at Clemson and their move before everything kind of got shut down on the Big Ten and, and the Pac-12 front, try to, you know, change the the narrative, so to speak, and, and, and keep hope alive for all these leagues. There are a couple of things I want to say here. First and foremost, uh, we should never, and I, I said this on my radio show earlier today, we should never stifle the voices of athletes. Whether you agree or disagree with their stance, politically, socially, uh, from the standpoint of what they're trying, they're, you know, what, what calls they're trying to reach, you can disagree we should never silence them. I mean, in our, that's one of the great things about our country. I mean, everybody should have a voice. And I don't care if they've got 50 million followers on Twitter or 50 followers on Twitter. Everybody should be allowed to have a voice. And with that being said, people who are affected, like the parents of these Big Ten players and these Big Ten players, should always be able to voice um, their concerns about the decisions that are made, how things are being handled, transparency, and and really going about positive change in the right way. And while I don't think the Big Ten's parents who are demanding answers right now 
uh, about the decision to postpone the season are going to get their wish, which I'm sure is a return to football. I do appreciate and value and support their efforts to do so the right way. And I think that, you know, we've just, as a, as a group of football fans, as Americans, we have to be better at listening to each other and not shouting at each other. We do way too much shouting, not enough listening. So I hope that we will see you know, positive change moving forward so that if in the unlikely event we face a circumstance like this again, that the players' voices are truly heard and honored and not necessarily suits at the top um, handing down judgments without just listening to these student athletes who really just want to play. I mean, their, their, their mindset is, look, if I opt out, that is my choice. But they want the chance to opt in. And while we're fortunate it's not the Atlantic Coast Conference or the SEC or the Big 12 that have made the same decisions as the Pac-12 and the Big 10, at some point it could be your league. And so this movement of power in the hands of the players at the collegiate level to a degree is something that I wholeheartedly support because their voices should be heard. And athletes' voices should be heard. Again, thank you for hanging out with me here on a little abbreviated edition of the ACC Tailgate. I know we got more shows coming up. By the way, that was the Miami Hurricanes fight song that brought us in. Uh, we're trying to play a fight song from every school. And, uh, you know, I try to be fair and equitable. You probably won't hear the Clemson Tigers stuff like I played everybody's twice. Because if you wanted to tune in to hear about Clemson all day long, you tune in to my show, Clemson Sports Talk, the show that shakes the Southland. Again, thank you for hanging out with us. Twitch.tv slash Chris Landry Football. LandryFootball.com. I'm Lawton Swan. Follow me on Twitter at Clemson Sports. The Hurricanes take us out.